Welcome to the second season of Hexgrid Heroes. My name is Don. I will be your GM in this Homebrew Starfinder actual play podcast. Playing with us tonight, promoted from Triaxian Knight to full cast member. Returning for a second season, Sean, briefly tell us who and what you are playing, where you are now in game. Like physically or mentally? Both, Sean. Okay. <laughs> I, I was being serious. Um, I am playing Akim Razur, the... Um, fuck. Kasatha. Kasatha. <laughs> He's a Kasatha chronokineticist, uh, space pirate DJ uh, icon, technically. Um, and I am going to Kearney's Casbah to tell uh, Brasha, a.k.a. Brockham, to shut the fuck up. Okay. Uh, speaking of, we were able to get him to come back. Eric, playing Brasha. Yes. I have uh, purchased a great number of upgrades for myself and my weaponry. Uh, and have been selling junk at an extraordinary rate since uh, since the Felgrin gave us that sweet, sweet candy tweet. Uh, I believe it has given me a silver tongue. And I put up a want ad, actually, because the Felgrin asked me to uh, deliver some machinery for him. So I thought, hey, spread the wealth to some of the other Starfinders. Other than myself, of course. <laughs> okay. Uh, and for clarity's sake, Eric, you are playing Brasha, who is a... Brasha, the Patra Envoy. 100% asshole, 50% good. Love <laughs> And now, introducing two new players, we have Carol and DJ playing with us. Tell us who you are playing and where they are at, physically. Who would you like first? You, please. Okay. <clears throat> Hello everyone, my as you said, my name is Carol, and I am playing Tali. I am a what the hell am I? Uh I am a tiefling bounty hunter themed fighter, soldier, sorry, soldier and starfinder. Uh and I believe me and my partner, who will introduce himself shortly, are wandering around Absalom Station somewhere. Okay. Looking for the next job. Nice. I am DJ. Uh, I will be playing Lemon, the uh, Asimar uh, Saren Ray uh, Mystic Priest. Uh, <clears throat> unlike Tali, I am not technically wandering Absalon Station. Uh, my priest is, my, Lemon is on a mission of mercy and redemption for those who require it upon this lovely space station in all worlds that uh, need it. As you can probably tell, I'm going to bring some, you know, I don't know, sanity to the group. I can only hope. Good luck with that, love. <laughs> I have all to. Right. It's all about mercy and redemption. I have to try. Yeah. Yeah. So consider this episode to be what we need to get redemption from. It is 31 Kuthona, 317 AG. New Year's Eve on Absalom Station. 
revelers stampeding through halls and section of the station that is surrounded by a transparent protective bubble called the eye. Spaceport lines process newcomers with computer-like efficiency as thousands go to fill up Jatembe Park. Amidst the scores of alien trees, beings of all species flit about. Either above the tree line or on the ground, it's a raucous display of celebration all around. The automatic lighting provided by the station makes the grounds here dark but still navigable. Placed throughout the park in strategic locations are several bands putting on New Year's performances. The cries of the Strawberry Machine Cake crowd can be heard over the Abyss Head cover band called Pitfall. Hundreds of hover drones are aloft delivering drinks and snacks to those that flag them down. Outside of the station, the cloud of ships that normally floats around the station have made a wide berth around a particular part of the eye, where projected directly onto the transparent glass dome, a digital readout is counting the minutes down till the first of the new year. Across the packed worlds, celebrations are being had, even if some of the planets are currently at a technical different time of day. Swinky elven parties in the jungles of Castrovel, Skyforge legionnaires on Triaxis, even drow households on a post day are gathering to celebrate the turning of the year. 317 has been quite the year. So much so that it's being summed up ad nauseum by hollow journalists, the system over. Panels of celebrities talking about the big stories of the year, the Starfinder Society bouncing back after low blow from afar. Kumara Melacruz in some hot water over accusations of not only being soft on white-collar crime in Absalom, but also veiled threats at revealing her to be a reptoid imposter, etc., etc. So that's all happening. And the festivities go through the night, and I'd like to get from each of you, how are you ringing in the new year? I will start with Occam. How does Occam ring in the new year? Uh, this is the um... night before. I think, uh... Wait, wait. By the night before, do you mean it's New Year's Eve, or it's yes. the night before U Sorry. Okay. It's Yeah, it's New Year's, yeah. It's the night before the New Year. So, on New Year's Eve, how is Occam celebrating? Um, I think Occam's actually going to try and, uh, get near some of those Abadarian whatever they're setting up for the New Year. Uh, and he's going to try and upload a virus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> to, to be clear, uh, I was saying that the, the January of the Starfinder universe yeah. is okay. So, yeah, but they're going to like throw a celebration thing like fireworks or some shit, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is that you, so you want to find someone who represents the Abadar core interests their display you want to fuck up their new year's float what i want them to do is press the go button and mm -hmm. it uh start pirating all of their music out to other people lovely so <laughs> that's how you choose to ring in the new year lovely love it great season two everyone <laughs> character growth uh brasha it, it's uh -huh. it's gonna be a hell of a new year all their new music is gonna be free <laughs> okay 
chaotic good. Chaotic good. Chaotic good. Okay, Brasha, how about you? How does Brasha spend his night? Um, so, Brasha got a message a few days ago from Zephaldrin. Mm-hmm. Um, the Brass Dragon? Copper mm-hmm. Dragon? Brass. Brass, okay, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, the Brass Dragon actual Starfinder. Um... Asking if he'd mind taking up a easy delivery job um, with his ship. Nothing fancy or even entirely, like, Starfinder-related. Like, the Starfinders want to go terraform a planet or something, whatever. He doesn't really care. Um, But it's basically like, hey, there's some big machinery. Can you deliver it? And he's like, yeah, no problem. So... He puts out a small want ad on Toil um, in the name of Venture Lieutenant Brockham, real name. Uh, just delivery job, minor security needed. Uh, and then wraps himself in gold tinsel. Um just like brand you know all over just draped over him uh and he is gonna go to uh Vinny's restaurant to celebrate the new year's and check all of his weapons at the door <laughs> okay all of them uh it's required so every weapon that he currently has on his person is in uh, Vinny's coat check. Okay, very oh, nice. Check. Okay. Um, Tally, how about you? How does Tally celebrate the year? The year's end? What better way? Uh, I go to some... Uh, I go to a bar. Heck, it could be that bar. It could be Vinny's or whatever. And uh, uh, I'm going to uh, probably get hammered <laughs> and maybe make some new friends or start a brawl. I mean, any of those works perfectly well probably drive lemon crazy if he comes with me okay i'll ask lemon how do you celebrate the year lemon is actually probably working a bit uh through this he is at the one of the local um lower uh lower decks uh areas uh giving out um foods and uh you know such that like local equivalency of a soup kitchen for okay. those that are a bit down on their luck um though right around midnight you know obviously that kind of stops and celebrates with some of the other uh, followers of Saren Ray that are there uh and he will um message Tali to make sure that she is having a good time but also being safe and to let her know <laughs> if she needs any assistance or uh needs to be picked up later and Tally just kind of looks at it and yeah, shrugs and like, yeah, sure, Dad, and then puts it back in her pocket. <laughs> okay, so... She's unfettered. So, yeah, all of the above. I said, it, it, it said either making new friends or um, <clears throat> starting a fight with them or whatever. Just be fun. Lovely. So this is how the night goes. 
A little bit of good, a little bit of bad, a bit of both. Um, and night falls on Absalom Station. And we fade to black. Next morning, Akim, you awaken to a message from Karina. Akim, our commission for the Ulrika clan holdings is due this week. They have asked us to meet in the free markets on Absalom. Shall I prep the ship? Helps if I unmute myself. <laughs> uh, sure. Remind me what that is again. The free markets are the exactly what it sounds like. It's just a big open shopping center in the uh, the R no the ring of Absalom Station. Tons of people set up temporary tents. Some people have long term holdings there. And uh, the Ulrika Clan Holdings is a dwarven company corporation that uh oh, I said the C word, didn't I? <laughs> They uh they they do all things dwarven that you can imagine a dwarven corporation would do, but they are one of the more common popular dwarven industries. Uh what was I doing for them? Fixing something? Mm-hmm. Okay. So was, was this a I go and fix it or they give it to me, I fix it and I bring it back? You've already fixed it, you just need to okay. turn it in. Okay. I will yeah, I'll I'll tow it out there if it's big or take it if it's just if it'll fit in the ship it's small you can carry it so you board up in your ship just before you do a hand falls on your shoulder you turn around and there's karina standing looking at you and folks that have been listening for a while may be surprised to discover karina has a body so why don't you give me a little rundown on what people see as Occam is uh, zipping over to the station. So um, Karina Mark IV, or uh, the Karina rig, is a uh, synthetic something or other. I forget. that. I just call it a rig. Um, mm -hmm. So she kind of looks like an android, but she's uh, she's not. Uh, people that interact with her can figure out she's just a robot with an AI in her. Um, she's got four arms and two legs. Uh, it looks like her limbs are cybernetic, uh, just looking at her. So the parts of her that don't look cybernetic look to be um, that of an android. She's got like a mid-range skin tone and a long black hair, although sometimes pulses of color go through it. Uh, as it's fiber optic and <laughs> her eyes change color as well as the circuitry uh, under her skin. Okay. So in between uh, when you left uh, at the end of last episode, uh, you, you spent some time putting together and then putting your AI into this, uh, this cybernetic body. So cool. You have a, a companion as you, get to Absalom. You have no trouble docking in any of the spaceports. You get to the, the the buzzing free markets till you arrive at the Ulrika clan holdings tent. They have a large, very uh, embellished and embossed decorative area. A female dwarf of average height, bright red hair, tied back, wearing a circlet, 
of Dazzling Metal and Gems greets you. Akim Razur, you old so-and-so. You have what we paid you for? Yeah, there you go. And he, like, lifts it up and puts it up. Uh, uh, is there a desk? Yeah. He'll he'll lift it up and put it on the desk fairly gently. Mm-hmm. I don't want to break anything, whether that be the desk or the thing I'm carrying. <laughs> Fair. Okay. She uh, opens the case, looks at it, closes it quickly, hands it to one of the uh, one of the the armored guards standing next to her. Yeah, I think Occam's always a little bit uh, a, a little bit nervous being on Absalom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he probably you know checks over his shoulder uh, while they're like checking and shit. It's uh free markets aren't so busy. Uh, it was New Year's, so there's a lot of stumbling, hungover people around, but uh, commerce hasn't really picked up just yet. The uh, the dwarf woman steps forward, holds out uh, her hand. Uh, and dumps a pile of physical credits into your hand, but then hands you wrapped in tightly wrapped cloth. Ah, uh, you'll like that, I think. It's an Ulrica Duster Fusion. It'll help you bust through the hardest of materials. Until we meet again. And she bows. He'll 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 bow back and be like, thank you very much. That's uh, Duster Infusion, you said? Or Buster Duster. Infusion. Duster fusion. Duster. Yep. Not standing on ceremony, she turns around and mm-hmm. turns on her toe, and her and the phalanx of dwarves walk back into the tent. Uh, go ahead and give me one profession check for this job you've completed. Okay. Um, and this will be for mm-hmm. your last weeks of work. We're starting the new year with profession checks. Yee. D20 plus eight. Roll. Uh, that's in love, and so that's 22 credits, right? That's right. 22 credits for this job. The Ulrica Duster Fusion is a weapon fusion you can attach. Uh, level 2, I believe. I don't have the stats right up in front of me, but it's a low-level fusion that can be used to ignore half-hardness. That is cool. Uh, I don't suppose I could put that on my uh, on my drill laser drill, could I? No, the laser drill is a tech item. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I'll figure something to do with it. Right on. So, uh, zipping over next, uh, we have Brasha, docked on King Kearney's Caspar from a delivery job to Eox, and you awake on your ship, the Bizarre Encounter. You have several unread messages on your data pad, but one message's icon in particular sticks out. Reading it, it says... For services rendered, we do not know how you came upon them, and frankly, we do not care. The thermal regulators are functioning within acceptable parameters. Respectfully yours, Gomi Riagno, Administrator of the Fasinora Basin Integrations. Um, Brasha stretches out. Seems I've done another fine job. <laughs> and at this point, I'd like for you to give me a profession check before we continue. I sure can do that. Uh, profession. 15 plus 7. 22. 
Okay, so 44 credits uh, put into your account from the Eoxian company, the Fastenora Basin Integrations. I almost gave myself about 10,000 extra. (laughs) (laughs) Because I hit three buttons instead of two. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, he'll just uh, stretch out. Um, Grab his... uh, Uh, his new refractor suit, uh, throw on his blazer, his fancy, fancy hat, and check. Um, God, all I can think of is grind, and I know you said it like 10 minutes ago. Toil. Toil? Toil, yeah. (laughs) He'll check toil to see if anyone has responded from his job. Uh, You see a bunch of drunken responses because you sent it on New Year's Eve. Uh, but you can uh, refresh it so it's uh, pinged anew on a on a new day. So not yeah. a whole lot of. Go ahead. Uh, I'm ignoring anything that was responded to last night, <laughs> um, and seeing anything sent after midnight. Hoping that um, anyone who is looking at toil after midnight is people who have actual uh like working experience and anyone mm-hmm. who sent it before was uh uh drunken miscreants who obviously <laughs> who he would not deal with gotcha okay so yeah you spend uh your morning sifting through uh these finding uh pros- prospective candidates moving over to uh tally it's the next morning you wake up, you're alive, you check, all your limbs are there, you don't wake up in a tub. But you wake up to a message from Guidance of the Starfinder Society, the uh, AI used by them. And it's uh, this actually goes out to Lemon, who also does work for the Starfinders. Uh, Venture captains of the Society this week will be in meetings for the new year. No new missions at this time. Enjoy yourself. Uh, you are given 100 credits from the Starfinders to start out the new year. I remember what I was going to ask you. What mm. hour? What hour did he? Was that uh, text sent? Uh, he Didn't... sent it late last night, but then he sent oh. it again in the morning. So I was gonna. That's just said. How early? How much am I cursing out? Cursing him out because he woke me. Because I want to sleep to like. Oh no no. Probably. Okay so. Okay, no, that's fine. No, this isn't a text message. This is he's refreshing his wanted, his want ad, basically. Oh, uh, okay. I think she's asking how early Lemon how are... texted her. <laughs> oh, how early did I, thought... I wake up? Okay, um, that's up to you. You can sleep in. I sleep till noon. I'm okay. sure because otherwise <laughs> I'll probably have a rip roaring headache. I probably do anyways because I'm probably hungover. <laughs> okay, no worries. Yeah, so the next morning. You don't wake up. You, uh, you, we, we, the camera pans and you're passed out in one of the, uh, sofas of the common areas of the, uh, Starfinder dormitories. Um, Lemon, you wake up. <laughs> I wake up at the equivalency crack of dawn. Okay. Uh, not hungover. Uh, <laughs> pretty refreshed, probably taking some, uh, uh morning 
orange juice and other supplements and vitamins to keep the body and mind fresh and not weary. Though with many of the other priests that are conventing at Absalon Station and uh, giving prayers and such to Saren Ray before uh, going about our daily stuff. Okay. This would be the uh, beginning of um, Lemon's vacation, so he's off to probably find some uh, work outside of normal. Okay. So last season, during the Triaxian Knights arc, we had a... Uh, still have. She's she's out there fighting the good fight. Uh, a paladin of Iomede, uh, Iomede, however you want to pronounce it. And uh, so when she woke up, she we we ho- kind of homebrewed a paladin into the system uh, to an effective degree. She kicked ass. Uh, but one of her things was the first hour she was awake, she had to do her daily prayers or she wouldn't have access to her magics. Do, do you have that? Does Lemon have that kind of uh, strict policy or anything no, like that? No. Um... Lemon is probably, even though he follows, you know, normal uh, services and strictures, mm-hmm. um, magic is not quite the same as what has been depicted back in the olden days. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. From little and little. Uh, magic has diversified and expanded. And as such, uh, it is believed that though the divine power also comes from the inner spirit and the true belief of what that person uh, brings for them. They believe that now the divine is not just a divine entity, but also each individual has a spark of divine. That's beautiful. Um, you you uh, start your day, and though you are not options for the Starfinder Society, so you also have a message on your uh, comm unit from the Starfinders, from the AI guidance, saying that the venture captains of the society won't be... Uh, available to send out missions at this time. Uh, enjoy the new year. And you are also given 100 credits. Very good. Um, yes. Uh, in the Church of San Ray, there is a uh, light joke that always states we give, uh, we help those in need. And it always seems that the Starfinder Society is in need. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Yeah. They're always getting into trouble. So you spend your day completely sober. You You look around and you see, uh, if, if you were to go out and about during uh, th- this morning, you have to yourself, uh, people are being driven home by uh, AI p- programmed uh, taxis. You see people uh, slowly shuffling home, living in a space sta- uh, living in a space station. The walk of shame uh, <laughs> it's a little different, but it's still like a lot of people make up clothes disheveled people are just looking wrecked you go by any food truck any eatery you walk by you just see just haunted looks on people's faces as they are nursing very bad headaches the the liquor was flowing strongly last night and uh if you were to continue to look through your messages you see tally's responses uh to your messages last night and uh you learned drunken imagine... uh, uh uh messaging because it's yep. probably like a recording versus uh actually typing sure yeah text uh, i actually audio. after uh, knowing her well enough i probably realize she's napping at okay. least or just passed out uh after i do some morning activities amongst the church i will uh don 
probably slightly more street cool clothes, but still serenite vestments, and head to her place. And I'll okay. probably walk it, okay. uh, not so much taxi, and just take in the uh, general vibe of the uh, city. Okay. You, you probably get drunk dialed at about 3 a.m. Hi, <laughs> Lemon. I, I, I am. Hope you uh, had a happy new year. Yes, hey, Lemon is wise enough uh, to uh, turn it to silence. <laughs> <laughs> but you are greeted to that in the morning when you're going over oh, yes. your messages. So, yeah, you make oh, your yeah. way. I, I will head to her place. Okay. And her place is actually Starfighter dormitories that I've uh, concocted. I will. Um... If she doesn't answer, I will let myself in. Okay. Oh, uh, well, how arriving. Uh, how early are you? Oh, I I Sorry. know you probably. I I realize it's probably like nine o'clock or so. Oh, oh, you you. you no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. I just in. knock and tell you to let me in. Tally, Tally, let me in. No. All right. Tally's passed out in an elevator somewhere. <laughs> Oh, I made it back. No, no, so, no. A moment later, you'll hear me. I go, Levin! Levin, go away until for another three hours minimum. Let I, me in. I'm not getting up until noon. No! I will no stay way. here until you let me in. You know how stubborn hey. I can be. Fine, she gets up and lets him in. All right. All right. I will then immediately, as I see her, uh, place my hand on her forehead and cast uh, remove condition to remove her sickness. <laughs> Drunken state. Perfect. Or nauseated state, yes. <laughs> uh, leads me to a question I ask all casters. What does your magic look like when you cast it? Uh, it looks like rays of sunshine coming from my hand and going in, in the warmth going into the individual. Uh, the sun goddess gives warmth, life, and reassurance. And just like that, Tally, you are no longer nauseated. Oh, thank and you. And I looked at her and I said, wasn't it worth letting me in? Mm, sort of, I want to go back to bed for three hours. Why are you here so freaking got off early when I was up partying till at least four? Because I knew that <laughs> if I didn't, you'd probably be making more of a mess on your floor. No. And I will actually like turn on like the automated cleaning service that I'm sure the dormitory room has. Like, <laughs> or whatnot come out. I just look at you. I give you the most annoyed look right now. You are the one who is a bounty hunter. Shouldn't you be up before those that are uh, that you hunt? Is there a bounty? I don't have any bounties right now. I sleep in when I don't have any bounties. Do you have one? Hmm? No. Right, I just want to make sure that you are fine. I can let you be. I'm fine. You know better. All right. I can I take care of myself. Be. Sure you can. So. Hey, hey Don. Hey, <laughs> Sean. What's up? Was Occam successful? With? His, his auto-pirate the music thing. Oh, uh, roll me a D... Oh, no, no. I will roll a D100. Okay. You tell me, do you want it to be high for a success or low for a success? High for a success. Okay. It was not a success. That was a two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I should have chose low. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, no, uh, you, 
you know, while you're fiddling around with uh, your stuff in the in the free markets, you you get no uh, indication on your various computers systems on your helmet about any sort of successful piracy. But you do see that there were a lot of people that were jamming to your station last night. So that's not nothing. Yeah. Back over in the Starfinder dormitories, which I have created for this uh, thing, when and and I would like at some point to do like a little interview where it's just DJ and Carol and we can talk about your uh, history with gaming and our uh, budding friendship. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> we cool. played we played some offline, not offline, uh, off the record uh, Starfinder Society scenarios, and so coming into this with these characters I was like oh they're Starfinders I'm gonna make this so Hammond Hall is the name of the Starfinder apartment complex it was a building that was taken the lease was taken over by Venture Captain Nyaj uh, at a severe discount due to the loss of tenants that used to live there from the Scoured Stars incident uh, all the, the 85% of the Starfinder society that went off to spoiler uh <laughs> they left a lot of empty apartments and uh empty apartments don't pay for themselves hey everyone this is your gm here uh discord kind of crapped on the audio at this point but i put a good amount of work into designing this dormitory so i'm going to give you some of the details here hammond hall as it's called i named it um after amanda hammond who used to work for paizo but hammond hall is a apartment complex that was taken over by Venture Captain Nyash at a steep discount due to all the loss of tenants from the Scoured Stars incident. Uh, prices range from 38 to 76 credits a month depending on what kind of setup you're looking for, but all of them have basic amenities included with uh, your own private room and there are some entertainment services offered. It is a half-mile walk to the Lorespire Complex. It is a six-floored building, uh, one being a sub-basement where there's uh, machi uh, laundry machines and the like. The first floor is a reception area flanked by two wings for VIP housing. Uh, Venture Captain Fitch has one permanently booked because of all the kids they have. Uh, the second floor is a set of dormitories with 20 units down each side of the wide hall those would be two bedroom units each you can have a roommate to split the cost the third floor has uh, a gym and uh, holographic entertainment I kind of use starship expansion bays for kind of the design of those but uh, so there's entertainment available the fourth floor has 30 units of one bedroom housing if you want to be by yourself it does cost a little bit more uh, and the fifth floor is uh, an open concept build, uh, open concept floor with 50 efficiency pods where it's just a flop house where you just fall asleep. But uh, they're sprinkled around a hydroponics garden, so it's not, you know, entirely distasteful. <laughs> uh, we don't quite know which floor or room Tally will have. So we can explore that if we get back to Absalom Station, but it's just something I wanted to include. We're slowing things down a little bit. Not so much doom and gloom, end of the universe adventuring. I wanted to make this space station we keep coming back to, to be homey, lived in. And with that, back to the episode. 
So this whole thing is made for Starfinders to have a place to deal. She has lots of connections, as the two of you no doubt know. Um, so this is where Tally is currently uh, coalescing. This is where Lemon is standing. I will let her uh, go back to bed at this point, actually. Uh, okay. Uh, if there's nothing that she has. I will actually go exactly. mingle with other Starfinders and uh, see if they need any. Plenty of people to hang out with. You know, there's some you probably ran with. I will say, though, that you don't see the Brennery Keat that you used to roll with. Uh, I will inquire to see if he's around or if he's off planet at this time. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, has, has anybody seen Keat? Keat, oh, Keat, yeah, little dude. He uh, likes uh, shellfish, like a lot. This is this is his. You and you are speaking to his roommate. You you've on occasion bumped into him, and he's always in this state of confusion and miasma. I think is the correct word. Uh yeah, Keaton'll be back, but he's he's out there, man. He's doing the stuff. We we knew that ventures uh, the captain the VCs were gonna give us the week off anyway, so we kind of we kind of partied hard, and he had already left. But you know, keep coming back, man. He'll he'll be here. He's he's just not here now, you know. Thank you. Yeah, man. Are you okay? Oh, I'm great, man. Uh, give me a medicine check. Fair. Uh, ten. I rolled two. <laughs> he looks not much worse, not much more or less worse for wear than you normally see him. But, uh, you know, standing in the door of his uh, 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 lodging, his apartment complex, his apartment unit, I should say, uh, just hyperleaf all <laughs> over the place. You can smell it, seeping it, just just creeping out. If I recall, is that wisdom damage? That drain? is wisdom. That is wisdom. Yep. Uh, then I will. You know, it would probably be best if you used recreational goods a little less. And if you would, I, I kind of put my hand out. If you'll allow me, please take my hand. Oh, yeah, man, it's good to see you, too. And he, he takes your hand and he tries to go in for a bro hug. Uh, I'm actually just going to cast Lesser Restoration on him. I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he just, like, he blinks. Oh, uh, Lemon, yeah, uh, Keat. Uh, he's out in the Vescarium, but, you know, he said he was doing some stuff, but you know, I don't know. You headed out that way? Not currently. I thank you for the information. Uh, hopefully he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, can I get your number? Like, if I if I need a little, you know... And he kind of waves his hands in front of his face. If you wish, you can always hit up the Church of Sarenrath. No yeah. strings attached. No strings attached. Go in. Ask for me if I'm not there. Somebody else can assist you. All right. Well, no I guess I'll go for a... But here, I will give you my number. Please use it sparingly. 
Yeah, man. I have no idea yeah. how many times I gave out my number and I had to change it because people would just constantly call us. No, man, no, no. Oh, I don't give out my dealers' names and I don't give out my healers' names. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Take it easy. <laughs> um, and please make sure you're not imbibing while you're on duty. No, no, of course not. No, we we knew, we all knew we were getting some time to ourselves, and you know, some of the yeah, yeah, you get it. All right. I well, I should probably clean this place. It's kind of fucking gross. Yes, I'll let you do that. Thank you. <laughs> Door closes, and you just hear him take a couple steps, bang, clatter, glass breaking. Then you hear the sounds of drones at work. And uh, about this time, I, I'm just going to call it noon. There. <laughs> noon, uh, Absalom Standard wrecking me. So, Tally. Bleh. I'm not going to lie. I, I made up the healers and dealers line right then. I kind of died a little bit inside. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you won't, we'll, we'll call it noon, uh, station time so tally your oh. your noon alarm the uh the only oh. alarm <laughs> yeah the internal one i mean i just kind of roll out of bed whenever i wake up yep. all right it's new year's day what should we do i get and i i poke my nose out oh he left well good and i guess i get dressed and I don't know. I, it's New Year's Day. Is, is, is it a holiday, like, you know, around here where nothing's open or... Yeah, everyone's oh. day drinking. Is everyone day drinking? Because I need to be... There's a of the dog going on. Uh, Ab 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 Abadius being the first month of the year, honoring the god of commerce. Uh, they definitely are not closed. Uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, most places are still open, but... Uh, you know, skeleton crews of places that don't need to have full staff people. Uh, what I do? I don't know. It's a holiday. Usually, I would just friggin' do nothing. Um, I don't know. I'll go. Hey, Lemon, where you're at? I'm awake. Um. Any action? Any funny? Any help? I will, um, are you, are you giving me a audio or a text-based message? Oh, audio. Audio? Yeah. 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 I will pick up saying, ah, you're awake. Excellent. I, I would assume at this point I'm probably out having lunch somewhere. Um, sure. Nice. Not, not like a food truck, but, you know, something a little bit more yep. medium scale. Yeah, no, this area of the Absalom Station near the Starfinder Society Lore Spire Complex is called uh, Drifter's End, and there are tons of cute little cafes, loads of diners, loads of just uh, not low-grade, but just high-capacity high cafeterias. So, yeah, you, you can easily find yourself a little quiet spot to have a nice lunch in. Yes, uh, Lemon will be choosing one that specializes in um, vegetarian dishes uh, since he grew up in the sun, since most of their uh, uh, 
produce is grown there, and there's not much uh, meat or uh, protein-based uh, foods. Like, ah, yes, Tally, you're awake. I hope you are feeling well. Uh, I'm I'm feeling pretty good, actually. I guess thanks for stopping by. I, I guess I don't completely hate you. So where are you at, yo? Uh, I'm at one of the calves uh, nearby, um, having lunch. I wasn't uh, which... sure what you were planning on doing today. I, I would assume you actually tell me which one. <laughs> Which cafe yes. you're at? Uh, all right, I'll come join you. Um, any seen any action or anything out there? Has it just been pretty quiet and everyone's hungover? <laughs> yes, uh, sadly, I do not have the ability to help everyone out there. Um, yes, most people are, well, hanging their heads in shame or dragging themselves back and recovering. It seems like some are still partying. Well, it is still a holiday. I mean, it is the first day of the year. It's also time yeah. that we, we need to figure out what we're going to, what is our next adventure going to be? And meanwhile, I'm like getting dressed and I'm about to, you know, I'm going to head out and talk as I go find that whatever cafe it is. Not the one that just got mentioned in chat, folks. <laughs> <laughs> if you oh like, we can meet in a different cafe, though. I know you prefer your, um, saturated meats versus uh, my cuisines. Oh, and, uh, oh, I could use bacon right now. That would be so good. Brunch. And you find yeah. a New Year's brunch. It, it's noon. That's what brunch is. You have breakfast and lunch together. Or can you not... Is your ordered mind to order that you can't, you know, conceive of that concept? Whatever you want. two meals being together? Whatever you want. All right, I go down. As anyways, I go find him. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, you, takes you no time. Uh, by noon, people are composing themselves a little bit better. People have gotten home and freshened up. So anyone you see is a good deal better than what uh, Lemon saw on his way to your place. So, but yeah, you get to the cafe no problem at all. You're seated immediately. There's tons of room. A lot of people are starting their days. Um, it must be really nice to live in a world where a uh, uh, second-level spell is the only thing keeping you from being hung over. Yeah, true. Yeah, actually, that's, uh, that's actually a question I have for you. Is mm. uh, being hung over considered sickened or nauseated? <sighs> like, once I get over my nausea of a hangover, I haven't had a hangover in years, but, like, I feel like once my nausea is gone, I'm more or less fine. So I'll let you know, you're, you're the one casting it. I'll let you make the cannon. Uh, I'm just wondering because, uh, yeah, because there's a uh, remove condition does nauseate it, but uh, lesser remove condition does sicken. Just not sure which it would be. I mean, oh, I would yeah. guess nauseated. Yeah. Nauseated yeah. is obviously pretty bad, but. Yeah. What do I'll you allow consider? It. That's usually the I... stuff. With, well, I guess there'd be different levels. I guess if, like, you're, you're <laughs> just, like, drunk, you're probably mm -hmm. sickened because you can still function, but with negatives. Yeah. Nauseated yeah. is when you're, like, hurling. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I'll honor it. So if you actually drink... It's like when you just keep going <laughs> even though you know you shouldn't. Right, like I said, if you actually drink... <laughs> Fair. Eric, I appreciate your insight on this manner. Yeah, I have quite a deal of insight on, uh... <laughs> 
drinking. Would you say you're proficient in it? I would. I'd say I'm quite <laughs> proficient. I guess since you're talking, we can zip over to you for a bit. Uh, Brasha. <laughs> you okay? I think he needs, uh, I think he needs uh, one of my spells, apparently. <laughs> so, okay. While Tally and Lemon are having their very different uh, meals together, uh, Brasha, how are you, how's your day going? Sorry, for some reason I decided a good choice, or a, a good time to throw a handful of chips into my mouth was right then. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so Brasha probably wakes up around 11, like just before noon. And, uh, you know, goes about his daily business. So around noon, he's, um, he's probably looking for some, some good old fashioned uh, brunch. Anything super greasy, mm -hmm. like hash browns and sausage. Um, anything around there, even if he... And I think he knows the Casbah mm -hmm. well enough at yeah. this point. So he's going to the best greasy station around. Even if it's like a long walk, he's <laughs> like, All right, I just have to make it here. And they're like... Fucking okay, sit for a while. Yeah, um, you spend a bit. Uh, so, for those that aren't current on all of our episodes, King Kearney's Caspar is a uh, is a is an amalgamation of dozens of ships, literally welded together into this kind of casino, drug den, crime pit. And uh, <laughs> Brasha, you get quite a bit of work from King Kearney himself. Um, so you spend some time in the bazaar uh, walking, you know, and people in the Caspar party way harder than they do over in the, in the Absalom. There aren't very many things that are illegal to imbibe in the, in the home of a dwarven king boss, uh, dwarven crime boss. So the people are... Like if they're not throwing up, it means they are literally unconscious. So you spend your your time searching for the greasiest pit of slop to put in your mouth. You're stepping over bodies, literally stepping over bodies to get to uh, Oman. And Oman is uh, a Draelic chef that you have on occasion uh, hit up. And he's just like he's he's literally got one fucking wooden spoon in one pot, and he is just stirring that fucker. Great man! Oh, uh, I, I'm sorry. Um, it should be said at this point, Rasha has received an upgrade uh, to his personal abilities. He has gotten a basic morphic skin. Uh, upgrade. Mm -hmm. So that allows him to change his voice pretty much during any short rest. Um, so right now, drunken, uh, like hungover as he is and getting over it, he goes, Graymon! How are you doing? 
Uh, fine. He, he has that look on his face like, Hey, it's me! Ah! <laughs> and he's just like, I need your greasiest slot pail available if you don't mind, sir. Okay. And he uh, he digs in, he swirls a little faster, puts it in a, a very not clean bowl and slides it to you. Utensils? I am already tipping it back. <laughs> like a bowl of soup. And I say, uh... Have you seen anyone around here who seems like they might be up for a tad bit of work here? He's just looking at you, stirring. You look around. There's not... There's not any more than five conscious people in the immediate area. He looks, he just pans, looks at you and just shrugs his, uh, so, uh, Dralik, uh, Dralik's are a green skinned kind of, when I say, uh, their head is in the shape of a cone, I don't mean like the Kasatha. It's just kind of extended up and it's got a, he's got Think like an artichoke turned into a bipedal humanoid. Their, their heads. Hey, come on! Don't you hold? Their heads kind of look like asparagus. Yeah, I, I was gonna say asparagus, but artichoke came out. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna amend that. Uh, good catch, DJ. Uh, <laughs> and it fits better with this 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 body build type. So imagine an asparagus turned into a bipedal humanoid. <laughs> Now, come on. I know you've seen someone around here. There has to be at least one person who's down for a job. Doesn't have to be real rough and tumble. Anyone, anyone. Come on. I know you've seen someone, you some bitch. You want to take me? I couldn't tear you away from your stall. Come on. You know that. <laughs> guy like slap him on the shoulder uh, I, I'm like pointing to my face I'm like come on man it's me it's Braja come on recognition recognition dawns on him oh Braja I'll I'll go I can fight man if I put you in the line of fire though who's gonna make me breakfast <laughs> You motherfucker, you! <laughs> this is why we're cool. This is why we're cool. Ah, uh, and I'm gonna start uh, scrolling through. Um, I was gonna call it void, and I know that's wrong. Toil. Toil. Yeah, thank you <laughs> for the fifth fucking time. Thank you. I'm gonna start scrolling through toil. Uh, and seeing if I've gotten any recent responses my job let's find out so before we we get into all that um toil is a thing that i working on kind of exp uh putting together so toil is a program stands for, uh, toil is an acronym it stands for temporary occupational itinerant labor and toil is a program used to unite employers and employees to do simple jobs 
uh, folks that don't want to get tied to a desk or the military or uh, mercenary groups can sign up. You submit uh, basic contact information and areas of expertise and interest, and you're set up on to like Grubhub for jobs. Just a neat thing I kind of wanted to do to like take in take take the throttle off of the the threat of world-ending danger and we're going to be exploring how folks go about their day their lives in these kind of uh gig economy i guess these jobs range from a quick hired hand a hired gun or to fill up a ship's crew roster quick loosely binding contracts are signed digitally and these jobs are carried out and everything is on the up and up they even allow both sides of the arrangement to leave reviews for the other upon the job's completion. Rankings are also provided, and those that maintain a good score get a solid hour advance on new postings. It's around that, but for now, it's just a, a neat little feature of getting people to work. So, uh, across a couple thousand kilometers from the Caspa, Tally and Lemon, you are yes. finishing up your lunch, brunch, meal. And uh, I don't know how Tally and Lemon are about strolling their phones at the table. I know I'm terrible about it. Uh, but you do get pings from a uh, job posting uh, in the Starfinder Society tab that you are both subscribers of. Uh, you see a new position, a uh, new posting for a position on a ship's crew. Actually, I'll, I'll read you the actual post since uh, Brasha gave his spin on it. Uh, <laughs> tech firm out of Matara, Kerensky Watanabe Corporation is looking for someone to transport terraforming equipment from Versys to a colony in the in the vast. I, was, I almost said the expanse. Uh, a colony in the vast colony uh, does it uh state the colony or the planet that it's going to it says uh more information upon acceptance mm -hmm. yeah. does it list a um a wage or a uh, job price or rate uh they do since obviously we know that how much time we spend will very mm -hmm. based on the amount of time we have to spend traveling through the vast reimbursement negotiable uh signed tama watanabe kerensky watanabe corporation now I, I was going to ask do we know anything about that particular corporation i was literally gonna have you roll me a culture check yep <laughs> oh. you know i culture. do have culture right on that's actually one of my few skills see if i can roll better than a two let's see culture that's a you gotta be kidding me. It rolled a two again. Huh. I rolled a uh, 16 total. So 10 for me. Okay. Uh, Kerensky Watanabe Corporation is a tech firm out of Matara, uh, which is a moon of Brathita. Uh, the Kerensky Watanabe Corporation, KWC, specializes in terraforming projects. Uh, they have contracts with the governments of Akaton and several interested parties looking to make the Fulbright on Versys more habitable. Kerensky is a, uh, and that's about the extent of what Lemon will know. Tally, you'll be able to pick up that you also know Kerensky is a Maracoy tech whiz 
and Tama Watanabe is a Verthani venture capitalist that handles the finances. They're an up-and-coming company. They are struggling to get by in a world full of megacorps, but they are striving to do it all under their own steam. Kind of like that. I would like to check to what type of a... What type of feedback there is about their work to see if there's any um, sure. any individuals that have issue with them uh, or any, um, you know, environmental rights groups and whatnot no. uh, have issues with their uh, form of terraforming and whatnot. Sure. You have access to the Infosphere, so all of this I can just, I'll just give you. Uh, they are still up and coming, so they haven't made any really big splashes, but you do know that Xeno Wardens hate them like the plague um, because the Xeno Wardens are a group of individuals who believe uh, it, that the natural progress of a world shouldn't be altered in any way by uh, sapient sentient people like they are they are borderline eco-terrorists yes yeah, so I'm not terribly worried about what they say because yeah. they're so you yet yeah. I'm thinking more like you know possibly legitimate uh that have science research like oh this terraform system is great or oh this terraform system sucks uh, they are very much in the beta of their projects uh, the, so Akaton uh, as people that know the setting I guess I, I can just tell mm -hmm. you Akaton is a, a very deserty world that's fallen on hard times because there's not a lot of economy it, it's a, more or less a lifeless desert in parts so they have they are working to, you know, prove themselves in Akaton, Fulbright, the uh, tidally locked world that's all sunlight and desert on one side, all darkness and snow on the other, and a ring of nations where the two meet. On the mm -hmm. deserty side, they are desperately trying to, you know, show that they have a good proof of concept. They are showing some promising results, but nothing so earth-shattering, earth nothing so mind-blowing that they are getting just thousands of credits they're still very much a fledgling company did they pay they do pay okay all um, right seems that we could um possibly assist with this yeah so we'll hit to the accept button or whatever we need to do i think it's the green button i'm not sure it'll be the green as we button. fumble around with our uh, yeah we fumble around with our uh no computers knowledge on apps <laughs> oh that's right uh yeah they uh there is a green button uh you do submit yourself and all of your information is uh pinged to brockham real name starfinder venture lieutenant and i think that's where we're going to end it for this time and there we have season two episode one in the bag I am uh, very excited to see what DJ and Carol bring with their characters. I've had a lot of fun GMing them in some of our off-the-record Starfinder games. So, yeah, uh, stay tuned to find out more about them and what happens with this new crew. Same Hex time, same Hex channel, Hex Grid Heroes.